Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. Hi, I'm George. That's Danny. We're talking. I found this in Casey's stuff. (laughs) What to say on it? This is Atticus. It was like a clothing company that I think one of like the like mall goth emo bands mm-hmm. had stake in so they were like a hot topic brand for a while all right i didn't mean to interrupt oh no, no you're you're, you're fine good. that's eric todd eric that's todd, our guest the show <laughs> yeah we're, we're on a time crunch with this one so uh eric you'll figure out how the show works as we do it yeah how do you okay. feel <laughs> feel great all right that's all the time we have today <laughs> that's the whole show <laughs> um but like the the fact that I don't have black nail polish just from touching this is incredible. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm like, so old. I had a girlfriend that opened a hot topic at Oxford Valley Mall back in '95 or something. Nice, oh, and that was that. That's my favorite version of hot topic. When it was like, yeah, trench coats, story hot topic, trench, yeah. trench coats and nine inch nails. That's like that that's, real some, that's some good hot topic. <laughs> Dracula, like real vampire. I once yeah, that's, did that's uh, stuck to the theme. I did a tour and uh, we played the hot topic in one of the two malls in Delaware. Cause for some reason we booked two hot topics in malls in Delaware. Wow. Um, but they had recently moved into the old Claire's store. So it was a hot topic that was bright white. Like Ooh. they wow. did, they didn't, do anything to it they just moved all the stuff that would be in a hot topic into a well-lit store it was so strange <laughs> oh wow and what was what's your what's your band uh my band was called the quiet room they were like crappy high school band um yeah but you got to play you got yeah to no, it was fun I, I mean i got to do the east coast and then i did a solo thing where i got to go a little bit farther out uh and then uh we talk about it on the show kind of often but while we were doing this show I did a April Fool's joke where I said I was switching genres and starting a ska band. Um, oh no! But but then I just decided to release like a ska EP. That's like I tried too hard at the joke, and yeah. now I'm in a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What wave? What wave of ska? You know, you ever hear that? There's like yeah, that's a, that's a question for Dan because on on me doing it, I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna copy my favorite bands. But Dan, <clears throat> what what? era of ska do i most represent in say who and the what now you know it feels like it would be second or third Mm -hmm. but the fact that it it came when it came it it kind of fits with the new wave of so we're we're that's happening nouveau ska so like so would it be suitable for him to play at a claire's it would definitely be suitable Listen, yeah, cool. I walked past a Hollister when I was a kid and they were blasting Less Than Jake and I was like upset with Less Than Jake that they would sell out so much. I used to go into the mall just to go to Hollister because they had a touchscreen jukebox that you could put on whatever you wanted. That's they sick. had like a massive selection and it was never anything you expected to hear in a mall department store. And I would just like bombard it and then leave Hollister. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do that at the uh, Hollister in the Christiana, not Christiana, the Crystal Mall in Waterford, Connecticut, near Old Saybrook and Mystic? 
I've been to that mall. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was grew up? Is that where you grew up, Dan? I grew up in, yeah, like rural Connecticut. Did, yeah. Mystic Pizza? That yeah. Connecticut? I've been, oh. I've been to Mystic Pizza. <laughs> like the movie? That's my, like that's the movie, my uh, guilty pleasure. That's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I've right seen it. They were not working. Uh, <laughs> um, I heard uh, but Eric, it's terrible. Great. It's okay. <laughs> no pizza in Connecticut is good. There's even like uh, a really? famous pizza place in New Haven that people are like, oh, it's the yeah. best. It's burnt. New Haven has like two or three that people swear by. It's burnt. They just leave it in too long. It's well done pizza. Who live in, but there are people who live in Connecticut. So it depends on if you grew up in a certain place and you never had like New York or Philadelphia or Jersey pizza. That's all you pizza. know. See, I'll admit right now, I grew up privileged in a weird sort of way where uh, mm-hmm. my family had money. No, uh, <laughs> where uh, strange. <laughs> no, where I was born on Long Island and then grew up in Connecticut. So like wow. I had like the first four years, first four like school years. So what does that make me like eight or something yeah, about that? Right, yeah. right around that, like eight, eight solid years of like good New York pizza that when you pick it off, orange oil runs off onto the plate and it looks like it's like. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. East Fountain. Yeah. yeah, it looks like Gatorade just dripping off of a pizza. And then I moved to Connecticut and they're like, Yeah, sausage pizza. We 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 cut the link long ways and then put one on each slice. Yeah. And then there's those parts of the country, and I think that might be one of them. Well, no. Rot no, they live in Connecticut now, but they used to live in Rochester, my family, some family members of mine. And they'd talk about dipping the getting dipping sauces to dip the crust in. And I'm like, yeah. you, you definitely live somewhere where there's no good pizza. Yeah, if you have something. to add. That's if a, you have to add anything never... to the pizza, it's not yeah. good pizza. It should just I, be I good pizza. I never had a dipping sauce with pizza until Papa John started doing it just by default. I will say the little garlic like with garlic the pepperoni. Yeah. The garlic cup. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but also but that's it's Papa pizza. John's though. But yeah. yeah, exactly. It's Papa John's. You got to do what you got to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, that, it it makes it a tolerable pizza. <laughs> yeah, but other than pizza, and other than uh, you know, um, thinking about our past and everything, Eric, how are you? I'm very good. Sick. So glad you're on the show. Disgusting. Uh, so this is gonna be fun. <laughs> We're gonna spin an invisible wheel that is totally visible. Um, that our intern will bring in shortly. Uh, okay. and when we land, whatever we land on, we don't know what we've landed on yet. We have no clue, Dan. Dan, we have zero clue of what's going to happen, and then we're yeah, going to talk this, about that emotion. This didn't come up weeks ago when we scheduled Eric the first time, and then I got no. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't yeah. Come this up is at all not discussed <laughs> at all. This has never happened. Eric, uh, I've heard much of you and Laura, but it's great to meet you finally. Um, great to meet you. You're part of you're part of the uh, the the Danny Getz podcast cinematic universe. Um, <laughs> the, the multiverse. Yeah. Yes, it's just he's he just. He pops up in the background of shit all the time, and you're like, "Oh, there's Danny Getz." Um, it's it is funny. Really it's fun funny. I... Oh, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. It's your like, show. When I when I talk about doing your show, that's like the only one where people are like, "Wait, what?" And I, I know <laughs> it's in line of like, "Oh, I have a show about feelings. I have a show about cover songs. Oh, and then this is show I do uh, semi regularly about Charles Bronson, and then I talk about like yeah. editing Meg's show, and I try to just breeze through all of it." And they're like, wait, 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 go back to that Charles Bronson one. <laughs> it's the it's the This Week in Charles Bronson podcast. Now, we do talk about more than the Charles Bronson movies. We do take the date that the movie came out, and we talk about what was in the theaters, what was on TV, music that was out. 
Um, and I think a lot more people would like it if they could get past the pack that you don't have to be a Charles Bronson fan. Mm-hmm. But it's the, the this week in or not the it's the don't trust the B in apartment twenty three of podcasts. If you get yes. past the name, you'll realize it's really really it's great. really solid <laughs> show. Exactly, and it's funny because Danny is kind of in the background of that one, but I am definitely a character that came out of the Getz multiverse, and that's a that's a Danny and Megan Getz multiverse because. I was uh, a voice on their, um, th- during the pandemic, they were the first people to do some kind of weird video thing like this with me. I think I was calling it the Eric Todd check-in show. And they had me do a voice for Ghost Boyfriend. So we have- one of the disembodied voices on an episode. Yeah, we've been collaborating for a long time. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's definitely the Getz multiverse. It, the whether Getz you spell multiverse. it, whether I you like, spell I it like Danny Getz or Megan Getz. <laughs> I like the idea of just having the parentheses with the O in it. Oh, where it's the, the... Uh, <laughs> our like placard on our front door has that. <laughs> oh, incredible. Well, why don't we get the ball rolling, or should I say the wheel spinning? Intern. There it goes. And we got floored. That song is based on nothing. That song is based on nothing. You stay the hell away from me, FCC. FCC, you gotta let me be me, all right? Don't. Is that an Eminem lyric? Or as the Australians call it, Eminem. We got floored. Floored. Uh, Do we we go over what the meaning is? I mean, I know what the meaning is, but if if we have any like Albanian listeners or something. We we can call in Definition Man. Do you want to call in Definition Man? All right, hold on. Let me me give him a call real quick. Welcome to What Does It Mean? This week's motion is floored. To surprise or confuse someone so much that they are unable to think about what to say or do next. Floored is a complicated emotion because mm-hmm. it it's a very kind of descriptive emotion, and it doesn't necessarily have a positive or negative right. connotation. So it's it's really kind of something that just knocked you on your ass. Whether that's a good thing, it was so amazing, it really just blew you blew you back. Or it was so awful that you couldn't stand up anymore. Uh, it, it, the floor is yours, Eric. What made you okay. feel floored? Well, a um, couple, couple of days before Christmas 2009, I was working when I used to work at Verizon. And I was working in the office there. And someone came to me and they said that you, my dad was outside waiting for me in the car. And... It wasn't really that strange to me because he would like he lived right down the street and he would always pop up with um something like I don't know if I forgot something or whatever he'd drop it off for me or whatever and I was in my thirties I wasn't like a teenager <laughs> but my dad was uh, just a good dad like that and um this particular day I, I I ran out to the car and the boss you know the boss who said you know your dad's outside you know and I I he's like don't don't you want to grab your coat and I was like no no I'll just be a minute. And I guess the boss knew, um, but I didn't know. 
And when I got in the car, my dad said, where's your coat? And I said, well, well what do you want? Like, you know, I mean, I figured he was dropping off a sandwich or, or come to tell me something. And he did come to tell me something. He, and, and I don't mean to turn feel feelings into a horror, into, into a sad mess, but he told me that my feel only feelings on feel feelings, <laughs> right? <laughs> Never once. That my only, my only sibling, my brother uh, had died the night before. Wow. Yeah. And my brother was uh, living with me at the time. He didn't. Oh, wow. He, he often didn't come home. I mean, we were, we were grown adults that were all out partying a lot. And um, I kind of was like, oh, I guess I'm leaving. So I went to get my coat. And it was like right when I walked in the door, I kind of, like you said, fall, you know, I didn't fall to the floor, but I just kind of stumbled like to catch mm -hmm. myself. And I just kind of like stood there and just was like, it was a very surreal moment. And um, the next time I felt that was the last summer when my best friend from high school, Clint, passed away like out of the blue. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah. there's there's your feel feelings. Um you know, I, I also have like, you know, heavy metal bands that I saw that floor me, but like, you know, I kind of thought of those and put them on the back burner because I was like, all right, I'm always looking, I'm not very good at feeling feelings without turning it into like uh, some kind of showbiz thing. And I mm -hmm. decided, well, let me just feel feelings tonight. Yeah, no. And thank you for you. being so vulnerable. We appreciate right. it. Oh, I just gave away that I was thinking about it before the show. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> when the it's, okay. it's crazy how that happens. It's, you know, sometimes we're blame, just thinking. Yeah, I blame COVID. Mm -hmm. It just comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, well, genuinely, thank My you. COVID thank you. Gave you telepathy. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being so vulnerable because those are very, mm -hmm. very uh, heavy emotions. And it's, it's always the... Um, the stuff that comes out of left field and the stuff mm -hmm. that like, yeah, no, there's always, you know, time or like, there's always a little bit more to go, whether like, you know, what's going to happen or not that, right. then, you know, you kind of, you kind of face mortality in a way with someone that you've cared about and loved. Um, mm -hmm. It's uh it is a flooring thing. It's a little more flooring than, you know, well, you know, seeing Metallica play at, you know, lightning speed in a, uh, small club somewhere in pennsylvania um they're just two very very different things so thank you for sharing that um what uh now are you guys gonna are you guys gonna edit in a womp, 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 i can womp. we can we always we always love sound clips most I, of this show will be sound clips i love having yeah. stuff to do in post for sure yeah. <laughs> it, it is one of those and we've talked about it a couple times on the show where like George and I both have stories where like neither of us are thrilled to answer the phone anymore because we've had that be the story on the other end of the line. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Anytime you get a phone call at a weird time of day, you're like, it's gonna mm -hmm. be that again. And like mm -hmm. that that feeling yeah. really sticks with you. Well the, the the messed up thing is, and and Danny knows this about me, but I've been sober for six and a half years. I was a pretty really bad alcoholic. And um, yeah, I'm still here, bud. Oh. And um I didn't really address that until like probably a good almost 10 years later when I got sober. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, but since getting sober, we've been working in drug and alcohol and stuff like that. Now I'm people, I lose people all the time um, because I know people with drug addiction and or people in active addiction. And it's, 
what, what really floors me too is how much it, I don't how I'm not how much I'm not floored by the by it anymore too. How, you know how you've mean? kind of grown to numb yourself a little bit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, by by no means. I mean, I don't want to say similarly, but uh, my sister for years and years is a vet tech, and she's an animal mm-hmm. lover. Um, but she got real used to just dealing with the loss all the time. Right. And and like you just realize that like, yeah, there's nothing there. Like it's it's numbing it so it doesn't yeah. keep on hurting throughout time. And it's it's difficult. It's one of those difficult things to wrestle with as a human where you know you dead end yourself just right. so it doesn't continue to relive the same trauma over and over again. Right. And I use humor a lot, you know, to don't we mm-hmm. all <laughs> like, yeah yeah all of us comedians something happened in our lives uh-huh. and we're like well gotta be fucking funny about this <laughs> yeah i still do you know i'm 47 you know what i mean I'm, I'm like two years older than you and um i uh that was a joke um <laughs> hey, on, on your show i'm a teenager on this show I'm, I'm 40 <laughs> and right. on this show i but am I'm... always a child <laughs> <laughs> but no um 47 years old and i realized that in a lot of ways, I'm still a kid. I mean, I still, I mean, I'm always making jokes. What the hell's going on? What is happening? He's talking oh, very serious. <laughs> I, that was not the time for a sound clip, Danny. It was just a morning the morning button because it was doing something weird, and then it got glitched somewhere in the middle and played. I have no idea why it was doing that. Yo, can we get a toilet? Listen. Can we I get a toilet flush sound, sound real quick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fart noise. Sorry, sorry about that, Eric. <laughs> okay. It helps. It helps to laugh. Yeah, it does. Gotta it? laugh. Gotta laugh. Gotta no, laugh. Now I'm gonna jump out this window. <laughs> it's the first floor. You'll be fine. It is. It really, really is. I'm gonna roll out this window. <laughs> oh, I what love happens? To see what that. happens after we do that? Do I got to tell more floor? Because the first time I saw Iron Maiden was pretty flooring, and sure. it wasn't even with, it wasn't even with Bruce Dickinson. It was with some guy named Blaze Bailey. Blaze wow. Bailey? That's a made-up name. No one named like Blaze is a name. Bailey is a last name. Blaze Bailey is not. <laughs> oh. Blaze Blaze Bailey is a mascot for Iron Maiden. Yeah, Blaze Bailey. No, is that's like Eddie. Iron... <laughs> yeah, that's true. When I was, they have one. When I was a teenager, my parents didn't let me go to concerts. Sure. Um, which is, you know, and all my friends were going and blah blah blah. So when I turned. I don't know, 19 or 20, or maybe it was, yeah, it was like, no, 2021, somewhere in the like 95 era when I was going out with the Hot Topic girl. A lot of those bands were kind of a joke at that time. You know, Nirvana came out and all that. So they were, they went from playing stadiums to like the electric factory. And some of them even went to playing like little bars Mm -hmm. and you could see them. But a lot of times the the original singer wasn't there, the original this or that. Like uh, well, you... foreigners doing a farewell tour, and right. I don't think any of them are the original members. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that happens. That happens. I like. Too. I like starting something. Everyone leaves that thing, and then when other people come in, they decide when to call it quits. I just <laughs> right, there right. should be with, like one original member as like an overlord that's like you may stop. <laughs> yeah, it does, you know it does feel like with... as soon as the last original person's gone, you have to shut it You're down. Just change the name down. at least. But do you know, but, but, now. <laughs> but do you know 
um, that there was a there's a band that was very big in the 80s. And when they made it big, there was no original members. And that was Quiet Riot. Wow, by the really? time oh, really? they got up, by time, by, I think three years into being a band, they were all new people. <laughs> and they, That's wild. Yeah. But anyway, it was exciting because I loved these bands so much that I was like, okay, so it's not Bruce Dickinson singing, but I'm going to get to see them like in this small club. And I mean, I, you know, um, all the rest of them were there. Nico McBrien, Brain, um, Steve Harris. I don't know if you guys know who these people. I know are. Steve Danny Harris. would know. Mm-hmm. Danny would know. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I was. Uh, I, I don't know if this punk kid. Steve Harris is an insane uh, bass player. Uh, right. yeah. Well, have you ever seen Iron Maiden Alive? It was Iron Maiden Alive, and this guy Blaze Bailey. If you look him up now, he's like dying and Iron Maiden. Yeah, he has a heart attack. Ever. I just looked him up while, uh, yeah, while we were talking but about at, him. At the time, he had this long, crazy hair and these big pork chops and he looked like uh an alcoholic wolverine Sick. which wolverine might be alcoholic i don't know <laughs> yeah, like wolverine without the regeneration <laughs> i don't know if he can get drunk it was freaking amazing i don't know either but it was freaking it was amazing and i and then i seen like judas priest the same way exodus the same way all new singers <laughs> who was singing with judas priest because it's still rob helford ripper ellis oh he's back uh, now he oh, it, for a stretch it wasn't him yeah, no, yeah, he, he, he replaced Rob. Is partially yeah. based on that, it's based story. on the Ripper Owens guy, yeah. yeah and that yeah, guy's really. from Pittsburgh, PA, or something. And he was in yeah. a he was in a cover band called British Steel. And here in Lower Bucks County, there was a place called the Cell Block. Mm-hmm. And on Friday, Saturday nights, we went and saw Kiss tribute band that had a fat Paul Stanley. Hell and yeah. they set the <laughs> they set they set the freaking roof on fire with pyrotechnics. And then the next week, we were on our way to go see British Steel with this Ripper Owens guy. And the place burnt down because, or in between those two weeks, it burnt down because another band set it on fire with pyrotechnics. But um, um, but literally, like, two a year or two later, I'm seeing Juice Beats with him. And he, you know, honestly, like, he, he sounded fine. Like, it was like, who cares? But, yeah. I mean, I'm glad, but I have eventually seen those bands now with Bruce Dickinson and Rob Halford and mm-hmm. you know that's that's definitely better. Yeah. I uh, know it's it's always good to see it. Like I am tempted. I have like the only reason why I am tempted oh this is weird. I the the original misfits are playing in Newark yeah. soon. I have a misfits tattoo. I grew up mm-hmm. loving the misfits, but I also hate the misfits. Like I hate that Dude, I have the same exact relationship with the misfits is you yeah earth earth ad i wore that tape out um i still think it's one of the best hardcore rock and roll punk albums i think anything good has got a rock and roll backbone Mm -hmm. um of course i love walk among us and all that but i hate like now that i'm like oh because now i i I hate it's this whole punk rock flea market 200 dollar ticket Mm-hmm. Like they belong in a small club or this, and it's also oh, yeah. just, it's not them. It's not them. It's, it's them. They're not them anymore. It's yeah, them, but it's, they're not them anymore. Yeah. It's them collecting the check. Like, cause it, mm-hmm. it's a cause, weird thing. Cause like, I never put them on that, like in that echelon. Like I, I never mm-hmm. had them in my head up there, but just by the nature of longevity, they've ended up being like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil anybody. I don't want to spoil anybody's fun. Like my one buddy went out and bought. My one buddy has no kids, 
So he's seeing Bikini Kills reunion, mm, their yeah, reunion. Yeah, Bikini Kills just came to town. Yeah. And I'm like, good for him. He doesn't have any kids or whatever. But like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I and I, Danzig, I've seen, I'm not, I don't own one Danzig album, but I've seen the band Danzig a, a, a few times. I've seen him open for Ozzy. I've seen him, but Danzig belongs in like a opening a big, for Ozzy. Or yeah, a big he belongs stadium. in an arena rock band. Right. He's like got Misfits the, the chops for yeah. it. The Misfits were a moment, a real moment. But now, but that's but saying that there was a band, a hardcore band from England called The Stupids that I love. And I'm chomping at the Man. bit, chomping at the bit to get over to England to see them live. But they're still playing little clubs, sure. though. They're still playing little yeah, bars. I mean, what, what is it? They I probably have the less damned... people in, in front of them than ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, The Damned did like a reunion tour a couple years ago, and they were playing mm-hmm. like Bowery Electric. They were playing yeah. like the, uh, what's the, what's the time? Voltage Lounge. You know, mm-hmm. like they were playing smaller rooms because, hey, you know, not many people are like people are into the damned, but they're, you know, they're here to to say you did see them. Um, yeah, they didn't start selling their T-shirts in Target. So exactly. They're, they're starting to rise uh, in the meantime. I got to contact my friend Jason. He's a drummer. He's been in several punk bands. He was in Violent Society. He now plays in a great band called um, Duffy's Cut. But he has a picture of himself when he was like 19 or 20, trying out for the new Misfits when they had that tryout. Yeah. And yeah. he got his picture taken with Jerry Only and um, uh, the other guy, what that was his name? Frankenstein. Doyle. And they were like, they, the, the tryout was at this like a practice place space in like a warehouse that they were managers of or their family owned. Yeah, they, they're, they're up in Jersey a lot. They're like Northern yeah, Jersey folks. So yeah. They had and they like were a like machine in shop for years. Yeah, and they were just in like they looked just like your uncle in like a Giants jersey or whatever. Like they that's genuinely what the Misfits are. Um, Before they put on the makeup mm-hmm. and do the hair, they are just everyone's uncle from Newark. Like, right, right. like the uh, the Danzig shopping for for cat litter picture. The only mm-hmm. reason that was so funny is because ever that was like the reemergence of Danzig as a public figure, and you're like, this is what's happened to him. Yeah, but if you let yourself be that on stage and stuff, like Gang Green from Boston, like you go to see them. And they are just middle-aged dudes, trashed, wearing like their Red Sox hats and stuff. And they're just like, <laughs> like that's cool. Like they're not trying to be something yeah, else. They're not. You know? They're not. They're like, all right, hour before the show, let's start. And they're greasing their hair and mm-hmm. putting yeah. in the extension right. to get the hair like, in front of their eyes. They were a skate punk band. Like they're not going and yeah. finding jams and. And I'm glad that that like music has sort of gravitated towards that a little bit. We're like, I went to go mm-hmm. see the band Gaslight Anthem recently. Uh, and they're the, what the devils use their fight song as the song howl by Gaslight Anthem. And wow. it's nice to see like bands go out on stage. One of them's wearing a, a, a devil's cap. And right before they play the song, he like lifts it up into the air to clue, like, listen, we're about to do this. And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like, for years, punk was like punks and jocks, and neither the two shall yeah. meet. And now, like they're the fight song for the uh, New Jersey Devils, or like the fight song when a fight breaks out for the Penguins is an anti-flag song. Like it's become more of a thing where, like, yeah, you know, you can enjoy both. You can be like a punk jock. Yeah. Um, before we go on a commercial break, uh, which is a, more of a visual thing, but I want to show you guys my bad misfits tattoo. Uh, okay. Danny's seen it before, but I always like doing this. So when they put the tattoo on my arm, I had my arm mm. out like that, and it's only got one eyeball. 
because um, I thought that was funny to just do one eyeball on the missus. But my arm was laid out like that, so now when I move my arm down, it gets all twisted. <laughs> it gets all like oblong that. and weird. I got this dude like from Asbury Park. Oh yeah, you got like an evil Tilly. That's fun. Yeah, and I think, I think that band Gaslight Anthem. I think it might be them that used this on one of their things. Yeah, they're uh, they're yeah. they're an Asbury band, or at least yeah. kind of borrowed the city for their own means, which a, a lot of bands do. There's a band out from uh, Wayne County, like in the Poconos, that mm-hmm. um, have utilized a lot of the Asbury scene as their. Well, I am. I am. I don't live there, and I that, yeah. and I love Coney Island too. So well, I you said, might you may enjoy the Menzingers because every one of their albums is just about uh, Asbury Park or wayne county pennsylvania like it's just <laughs> or, or, or philadelphia or or it's 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 that triangle fashion of like we headed back from the show from the pony and then mm-hmm. we stopped at a bar in Pashyunk, and then i had to go home for my friend's funeral in wayne county and that's a whole album where are you from me you know that ba- are you from there or are you just bring i'm it not up? i just i i uh i have family that lives up that way now um i i i'm from a little bit everywhere i'm very much an east coast person yeah, <laughs> um, the entire I think, thing yeah literally <laughs> it's it's from florida to massachusetts i have lived there at some point <laughs> it all. i've seen all of the atlantic seaboard and then I went to California recently, and they were like, "Wow, you're so East Coast." And I didn't realize that that was a trait that someone could have. <laughs> I had an anxiety sneaker. That's true. Being, being for me, the East Coast it can give you an anxiety attack in in California. Like, I don't like. I'm not a mean person or anything, but like, I'm used to cursing or getting a little annoyed. And where I was, everybody was so <laughs> calm, and people stopped when you crossed the road, and like, they don't beep the horn at you. And I had to go find like a corner bar where people were cussing and like yelling at each other to, to feel okay. Like it was weird. And I found <laughs> it. It's funny. You'll find it wherever <laughs> you're you'll there. find them. <laughs> yeah. There's always a Philly bar somewhere. I remember um, I was in LA for the uh, NBA finals two years in a row. Just like coincidentally, it just overlapped. And the first year, it took me forever to find a bar that had the game on because it, it's West Coast time. So it's earlier in the day. So it's like, six o'clock i'm looking for a basketball game nobody cared at all mm-hmm. so i'm like all right i found a place and then the next year i go back and they're like you again <laughs> literally yeah. a year in between <laughs> so like, that that's nobody that's in la cares about anything places there. <laughs> yeah nobody yeah. in la cares about anything so i was in san clemente when everybody was real nice and everything um that's like a real nice little town on the border of san diego but la like they're just like just no personality really that nobody i feel like it's instead of la having a personality it kind of gets the british treatment where every 15 feet is a different neighborhood that has a personality where it's like yeah. every town has its own vibe country. right like there's definitely la lakers fans and la dodgers fans but they're not in that actual city like yeah. that actual that little that part that all the tourists go to like, yeah that but is there's like... there's definitely a santa monica person versus mm-hmm. a los angeles person versus a rancho cucamonga person um, right. You just wanted to say that, right? I love Rancho Cucamonga. I watched Friday, uh, next Friday recently, and I was like, damn, this whole thing takes place in Rancho Cucamonga. Fantastic. Fantastic name for a town. Uh, I work part time at a, at, a, at a home. I'm probably not supposed to say this, but I'm not saying anybody's name. I work part time watching people with mental dis- mental disabilities. I, I, I try to use the right language, uh, inclusive language, but I think I said it right. People with, but anyway, 
one guy just quotes Friday all the time. He it's loves great. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Friday is a fantastic, very quotable movie. It's uh, funnier when people, when a guy quotes it, like just for no reason. <laughs> just run like, around. You got knocked had, the fuck out. <laughs> but has like a big smile on his face. He's really enjoying it. I'm going to be there tomorrow night. I can't wait. Nice. I love. What a great job! I get paid to like play cards and sit there. It's great. Yeah, I I do similar just with children. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we take a quick break and we'll be right back with more yeah. floored? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, this is Dave from the Rank Bank, and this is Dan from the Rank Bank. Be sure to check out our show. What's it called again? The Rank Bank? The ra- oh, yeah. Hey, I just said that. <laughs> we originally started this when uh, the sports world got two new team names, and we said, hey, let's make a four-part series where we rank sports team names for all four sports. Yeah, we then went on to rank 15 new things, and now we're on to season two. <laughs> I mean, we just love ranking stuff. I, so, I really do. I, I, I research heavily into every single one of our topics. I know. So you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Both of those are the underscore rank underscore bank. Give us some suggestions. Maybe we'll rank them for you unless they're stupid. Yeah. And then we'll rank them for you anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so check out the rank bank wasted robot network every Monday. Hey everybody, Danny here with Plugs. If I sound a little different, it's because I lost my voice screaming at the Sixers game. It was uh, too much fun, and I was also mad the entire game. So this is what I sound like for now. Anyway, you can check out Eric. Eric Todd, his podcast is This Week in Charles Bronson. It's a regular look at the time a Charles Bronson movie came out. It's a lot of fun. Well pop culture history show you can also check out his last for recovery show i'm on one of them on the 13th so if you're out that way look out for all that information george and i are at feel feelings pod on all the places go send us a a like a share a rate you can review all that stuff helps us out a ton let us know you're listening we always love hearing from you that's it for the week back to the show Thank you so much. Hey, we did for, it. Welcome for, back. Welcome back. Danny, what floor is you? You know, I was trying to think more. You're really hoping in... that I would do it first, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think more towards the the positive. Because, like, talking about, like, getting bad news and, like, that kind of stuff, I I have a lot of those stories. Like, mm-hmm. I like I remember in in high school, very similarly, like, we we had a friend who was our neighbor like one of my first friends ever had cancer and ended up passing away and before they announced it at school my mom had come in and like was like this happened if you want to leave you can leave and i I chose to stay don't know why i chose to stay to this day don't understand that choice at all it just felt like my mom and my brother because like he was better friends with her like they were the same age it just felt like Y'all go. I'll I'll figure it out. But like mm-hmm. to this day, it feels like the wrong choice. 
But like I have I have a lot of those moments and like getting that phone call. So I'm trying not to do that because I, I don't want to dwell too much in that right. place because I, I could stay there floored all day. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, we got another podcast to do after this, Danny. Let's not That's let's true. not get you into that headspace for a week and a half, please. <laughs> so instead of that, I'll, I'll I'll go towards the the positive and it, it just happened yesterday. Bryce Harper came back. He he, fastest recovery ever from Tommy John surgery, which is just an unbelievable thing. Like nobody should be able to be operated on the way he was and come back and play baseball. Nah, but maybe it'll be like that movie. Well, I mean, I Tommy John's I, the movie. Yeah, no, what's Concussion? the movie? What's the movie with the with the kid that gets surgery and then he can pitch real fast? Oh, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. <laughs> or, Gary Busey, or <laughs> Gary Busey's the old guy who can't pitch anymore. Dreams do really exciting, awesome, means amazing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I spelled dream s, but whatever. It's Gary Busey. Yeah. It's my poor back. Gary Busey. Was there an M in there? I don't even remember hearing it. There was. Anyway. It was. This maybe. 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 <laughs> but I, I was thinking back. I'm. I'm kind of put into that. That kind of remember the last time I saw Bryce Harper mode because he's back mm-hmm. playing. Bryce Harper hitting the home run in the uh, championship game and the way he was playing in the World Series. It's just one of those things where you're like, I'm not supposed to be seeing this. Like, this is not a yeah. thing that happens in real life. Like, watch, you there? watching a guy. Were you there? No, but oh, okay. living where I live, he lives within shouting distance. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, he honestly, there's a non-zero chance that he could have caught that ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, in in one of the weirder, just kind of surreal moments of my life, there was a a Schwarber home run earlier in the playoffs where I was watching on a delay because I have I don't have cable, so I was watching on a stream. And I heard it happen yeah. before mm-hmm. I saw it happen. That's great. And like, it changed the way I watched the rest of the playoffs because, like, all Baseball of a sudden, big. like, when it, the weird it, tension it, in the moment of watching it, knowing that either, like, this isn't going to be the pitch that something happens or, like, nothing happened here. Like, it, it really kind of put an extra tension in those moments of, like, why is it so quiet? I could hear everybody a second ago. Why did it get so quiet? What's happening? But yeah. it was just a an absolutely magical time. But the the moment of the Bryce Harper home run is the thing that floored me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, like that is the thing of like this happens in movies. This is not real life thing. Mm-hmm. Especially because he's the superstar too. Like seeing the guy who's supposed to do it do it. You're like. I didn't, I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> yeah, baseball is up there with like heavy metal and punk rock when it comes to like things that give me goosebumps. I saw Pat Burrow hit a walk off once live, at the, at the, and it was it just interleague play. It wasn't even an important game, and I acted like a kid. Like I was so I was like on cloud nine for like three days. It was just so exciting. Yeah, uh, I, I love that. I love a, uh, uh, Jimmy Rollins. I don't remember if it was inside the park home run or stealing home. I'd have to go back and look because he did both of those things that year mm-hmm. but I, I was there and like you see it in the 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 clip packages of like 
this is the one of the best Phillies of all time, and this is one of his mm-hmm. highlights. And like I was there for it. And like mm-hmm. watching him come around and like the place is going wild. This is like peak early or peak two uh, thousands run. So like the place is packed out. Everybody's like living and dying on every moment. And he rounds third and everybody's like, shit, he's gonna do it. And like mm-hmm. you get that weird quiet moment. Mm-hmm. And then he's safe and everybody just erupts. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, no I only have sport one, does that for me. I only Go have ahead. one baseball story. Um it's been talked about on this show before. However, it does makes me smile. Uh Mookie Wilson broke my sister's finger. Uh <laughs> <laughs> There is a bring your kid to the ball day, uh, bring your kid to the game day, uh, for for people that worked for my grandpa's company, and they brought all the kids out onto Shea Stadium's uh, field wow. back on Long Island. It's beautiful. I didn't I didn't appreciate the 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 like severity of that, and uh, and we all got like different practices of how to throw the ball and how to hit the ball. And my that sister is- got up, and Mookie really? Wilson was showing her, <laughs> but for some fucking reason, told her to loop her pinky and her pointer together when holding the bat. And then when she hit it, it what? snapped her finger at a ninety degree angle. And then she was too scared to tell anybody, so her just inflated purple at a ninety degree angle for like four hours while we were watching the game. That's disturbing. That's Mookie Wilson, was, yeah, <laughs> terrible. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> That's my one Mookie little baseball Wilson. story, though. I wish I had more. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I I've been so into baseball like since birth. Like it's the like for for me growing up, it was it was hockey and baseball, or same, football same. and baseball, or basketball and baseball. But like always baseball. Growing up for me was. My dad only watched the Flyers, so I only really knew about hockey. But my but I pop pop would take me to Phillies games and all that. And when I got a little older, I got really into baseball, and it's only sport. I watch the Eagles. I get excited, but man, but look, my brother was still alive when they won the World Series, and that was a great moment because we were together. And so, luckily, luckily, I had that. I'm pretty sure it was, he was gone before the next season. I think I, I have a bad memory with time, but. Mm. Yeah. yeah, bring it well, back it's good around. To have those memories. No, it's good I to guess. Have those memories. You know, it's, I it's, guess so. it's something that you shared with a person. Uh, yeah, that you care about. Thing, so like... it's it's you're never thinking of like. There's always the the that's the tragedy and the and the sadness. But mm-hmm. before that hum gets too loud, you get to think about you know being able to see the Phillies win the World Series and uh you know these amazing moments of going to see bands that with each other that mm-hmm. you'd never see uh, without each other. So it's, it's, it's important to, to reminisce right. on that. Yeah. Um, like a therapist. I listen. That's why I do with the show. home and everything. Uh, I, I talk about feelings because I can't afford to talk to someone else about these. Uh, <laughs> that's why we do it. Yeah. Here. And <laughs> well, really like helping. It. Well, I hope you guys will have me back again. We're fun. really solving the problems here. <laughs> it it is weird though how kind of that type of memory carries so much with it. It's like I remember when they won the World Series. We've talked about it on here, so I'll I'll go through it quickly. But like I ended up in the hospital that day because I had my Look. first like recognizable panic attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like them winning is like forever tied to that. And like I still I think of it fondly now and I laugh about it mm-hmm. now. But like it still has that kind of thing on top of it. 
Like there's just like a coat of paint that like makes it look a little weird. I had a couple of those after my brother passed, and mm-hmm. uh, I of course thought I was having a heart attack. Oh, it was a nightmare. Those I are get the worst every once things. in a while, and and I found out later that they're not normal because I just sort of like hunkered down and was like, just it's gonna stop soon. Yeah, <laughs> um, I can do that which, now. Yeah, like, which I is probably been like ever right. since I started getting them. I guess my body was like, just shove it down, shove it down. <laughs> once you know what it is, it's not that bad. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, like that's the right. thing. Yeah, I just I, like once once I was told like, oh no, this is just a thing that is like synapses are firing but nothing's really happening i was like all right cool i can wait that out mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. should we uh should we talk about what the people said um do yours then. oh tile <laughs> all right do you want to do what the people said tile floors you like that <laughs> you, you get it <laughs> what is what the people said what is that you have, you have oh you want to hear the song that's not based are, on anything are we gonna do it is it time all right <laughs> Get back, FCC. FCC, you get back. You get back. Could be anything. Could be anything. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to load up my page here. It has it post. All right, here we go. All right. So I told people, tell me about a time you felt totally floored. And first one, obviously, when I tripped and face planted. Is this is this enemy of the show? It is not enemy of the oh, show. Oh, this is just a but, dick? Uh, yep. <laughs> did, the, any uh, of the, did enemy of the show contribute? I, I thought about tagging him, being like, I'm sure you got something for this. Oh, yeah, but... this one's an easy one. Where's enemy yeah. of the show? What is that on Twitter or No, it's Instagram? Enemy of the show is uh, Glenn Tickle. And every time we put up an emotion, he puts in just some pedantic kind of semantic version of the emotion instead of actually answering the question yeah it's a lot yeah. of fun but it's you know everyone. <laughs> uh, uh be- before we move on i uh i i hope his, his special taping went well um oh he was on the show promoting it a couple weeks ago uh but i got to see his opener the day before i didn't get a chance to uh check with them but uh uh dave colombo and laura something uh oh, laura it's, sounds right it's it's they're <laughs> so funny they did like a dual head-to-head headliner set it wasn't head-to-head they just like traded off they basically like beastie boyed the headlining set at the show that i went to and it was delightful they're fantastic comedians uh i don't know them personally so we can't have them on the show but i would love to talk to them i know a guy we could all right fair is that guy enemy of the show it is all right the next one we got is getting an ms diagnosis yeah Mm. Yeah, and That's I know a, this person do it. too, and it, it rocked them to their core. But they are really, yeah, they're really, I think, you know, handling it with grace and charm and strength, and uh, and I love them. I love. I would them. go so far as to say they're brave. They're great. Yeah, I mean, I I have uh, because it's a, a past guest. I, I'm friends with them, and I've I've had to, the opportunity to see the uh, kind of the down and the the rise again now, mm-hmm. and like. Seems to be uh, getting himself back together and doing the best he can with what he's got now, and it's it's pretty cool to see because the the output's been uh, pretty fun. Yeah, and it looks like you'll miss him at my bachelor party because you ain't going. That's right. 
goes to the Zontor. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't want to get drunk and see me get a tattoo in Asbury Park, New Jersey? I do. A tattoo that I don't get to choose, but I'll all my there. man I'll friends get to choose? I'll be there. Thanks, man. Yeah, Come I'll, through. I'll send Eric the, I'll send Eric the date. He's I love, so I love it. We'll go to that pinball museum there. It's, awesome. it's a good pinball museum. Actually, they yeah. just renovated that building. I'll be there on Saturday for my... Oh, first time we get to say it. Beyonce. I even gave you time to prep. I didn't miss it by that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they uh, uh, they renovated that whole building. I don't I don't know what the pinball thing is like, but they uh, the two like restaurants that were there. There's like a hidden bar behind the uh, liquor store, and then there's uh, what was called Langosta Lounge. I think now it's called the Break. Um, but they did like a whole revamp of the whole thing. So it should be exciting to see it. I hope they didn't touch the pinball machine because that thing's great. What's up? Uh, you could have me back to just tell stories about when before that place got gentrified, I used to hang out there when I was in that <laughs> park. And it was amazing. It was I imagine. bizarre. I mean, we will definitely have you back on. Yeah, I, hung out, sure. I hung out with like homeless people and stuff. The, the Gold Digger was the name of the bar. And nothing had changed in it since like 1972. That reminds me of the fire quite a bit. <laughs> Because yeah. when I went to the fire 10 years prior to play with my band, and then I went back 10 years later to play with a different band, and it was identical. Nothing has changed in that bar between right. us that decade and a half. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I'm a... Sorry, that's my kid. Very good. Are we I think that's the first time we've ever had a kid around. on the show. Yeah. That's a first. Great. That, yeah. That, <laughs> that would have floored me if I, didn't, if I didn't know he was coming. That was a big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah. Well, I mean... If you, you want to go on that topic, we do have one from my mom says a positive pregnancy test resulting in your sister. So, not you. Oh, Everyone not else me. was planned. How passive aggressive. Yeah, my... Is that passive aggressive again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. When you we had your sister. Yeah, it was uh, my, my brother and I are a year and a half apart. And mm-hmm. then my sister is four years after me. And I'm. Family lore. Oh, so it, it was it was a surprise. So that's yeah. why it, it was unexpected. Yeah, <laughs> right. It was it was something that they were like wanting, but not trying for at the time. Mm-hmm. I believe is the the family lore. And when it happened, they're just like, "Well, here we go again." Uh, in my baby book, it says, "What what what did you what did the dad say when you told him that he was pregnant?" And my mom, Yikes. even no, my mom, even knowing then, like, all right, let's be honest here, just wrote, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I love like five year old you looking at your baby book going, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, no, trust me. I, I knew that where's word. Dad? I knew that word from day one. <laughs> also, where's dad? Fantastic work. Excellent job. <laughs> Do I have to go out for cigarettes? Uh, yeah. no, I got to see him a couple weeks ago and I heard that uh, he was uh, so emotional because uh, I was there to celebrate his birthday at Supercross. You ever see a grown man cry during Supercross? <laughs> I forgot that was birthday related. That was birthday That's related. <laughs> <laughs> he was crying so much it got rained yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, my dad got vulnerable while 250 Supercross bikes were going off. <laughs> that sounds like fun. It's a great time. I bought a cup. <laughs> we we have one that that thankfully has a a correction to it now because when it first came in it was uh incredibly confusing. Mm. <laughs> but 
met a girl who thought Portuguese was a religion. <laughs> when I realized she was serious, oh boy. Sure. Sure. I have Portuguese in my family. My 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 aunt married my favorite uncle's Portuguese. He was the one that lived in Rochester and then Connecticut. What's up, bud? You have an expo. Do I have what? The expo. The expo. Expo. I don't know the what marker? that is, bro. Expo marker. I don't even know what that is. Expo marker. I, do, I don't have your mark. I don't have a dry markers, erase marker. I don't have your markers, bro. Dry erase marker. Those things are a commodity. Yeah. Okay, buddy. I'm gonna be done in a couple minutes. Here, give <laughs> give him ours. There, he's got one. We both got him. All right, we'll get him in the mail. I got you, bud. I love that guy. That's a good kid. Mm -hmm. I love that kid. He, I've had to edit him in and out of the other show pretty frequently. <laughs> yeah, he's been on this weekend, Charles Bronson, quite a few times. He called him. He was calling him Charles Bronstein for a while. Charles Bronstein <laughs> is uh -huh. what that man's real name is, and you can't convince me otherwise. And but... Hollywood made him change it. To Charles I know Bronson. the Simpsons have a better Charles Bronson joke, but <laughs> I want that to be that's the, the Charles Bronstein. <laughs> we the, we gotta the have Simpsons version. We gotta have you on the show. Do you, I have you probably haven't seen much of Charles Bronson, or maybe not at all, right? I was raised on older films, so I, I've definitely okay. seen a few. Uh, yeah, right. absolutely. Well, we'll have you on anyway. We'll have you on anyway. I am always available. All right, you got that microphone. Uh, I do. Up, but... It's gonna sound great. Um, <laughs> so I got it. I got. I gotta go soon because things are getting like you know the witching hour here. I get hey, One more. Perfect. One we more. Got, we got one more, and then we're out of here. Let's do it. <laughs> because th this other one, we we already talked about it a little bit because it lines up perfectly with what I said. But when the final whistle sounded for the Eagles Super Bowl win, yeah, wow. yeah. Like I, again, talking about that like quiet moment before a celebration where you're like. Do I actually get to cheer? Yeah, now? you get like, to. I, but you know who didn't? I, my, my roommate, who was a Patriots fan, that had to solemnly go upstairs to right. his room, take off his Tom Brady uniform, and put on a black hoodie, and then hang his head low and go, All right, you guys want to go outside? You want to go run around? <laughs> my, Let's go party. My neighbor across the street is a Patriots fan, and he hangs the Patriots flag. So I hung the Eagles flag when I came. And we're friendly and all, but I think like he he could tell what I was doing because I was totally doing it because he had a Patriots flag. Because I'm not <laughs> taking a football. This is the only time you've ever had uh, a flag up at all. <laughs> yeah, it's the only time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope this isn't the only time that you come on the show. Uh, this is I hope not. This so fun. much fun, Eric. Thank you so yeah, we much. Will, we will absolutely have you back. We'll do a uh, a playlist episode with you. Well, that'll be a fun one. The music music yeah. focused on purpose and. In, and for the entire time, that'll be a good episode. Yeah. I, I did. Right. The, but, didn't I pop into a Halloween one once? Yeah. I know yeah, this did, guy. The, I know uh, I met this open dude house before. Playlist. Yeah. yeah. He I've been remember. around. You know what I mean? No, he doesn't remember me. <laughs> I'm here I'll and there back, and everywhere. I'll come back and I'll tell you about when, 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 when Asbury Park was dangerous. I would love fun. to. Love yeah. to. I love the Absolutely. fact that all the places that my fiance's parents moved away from. Uh, yeah, play the noise. Do your job. Uh, <laughs> Um. Uh, every time they Quick, moved away from place, uh, uh, they just it becomes gentrified, and everyone wants to move. They're from Brooklyn, and then they were like, "Well, we can't move too close to Asbury Park." And now it's both places that both of their, like all of their kids have been like, "No, we're gonna hang out in Asbury and then go back to Bushwick." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the funny thing was, I saw it coming, and I was, and I said to myself, "I should buy some property here." Oh, and I, I wish I was older and smarter, like I would have done it. Man, I saw it coming. Mm. Like, and 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 I I gotta go soon, but we'll talk about 
there was actually a time they they tried it once and it didn't work out and they had to tear down all these structures that they pared down a whole high rise that they built Ooh. that was supposed to be yeah and it didn't work out like they well the now you can live in those high rises by the beach for uh i think it's 2.2 million dollars uh, and and they advertise it outside. It was like starting at two point two million. I was like, who has yeah. this money? Affordable. <laughs> Eric, I'll thank you, you so much. Hey, we will we no will problem. let you go, uh, Danny. You. I'll see you in like twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Feel feelings is a wasted robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FeelFeelingsPod and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feelfeelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts. We're such a professional show! <laughs>